Hi, welcome to the Explore, Creative Explorers podcast. I am Rachel Shores. I am a watercolor artist painting my trips and travels and also writing about my trips and travels, specifically about the time I went to all seven continents before I was 30. And I am with Lao Mei. Hi, I'm also an artist um, painting figure, figurative <laughs> art on textiles at the moment, creating an illustrated novel and doing all kinds of things. <laughs> yes. And we are here to, we're almost getting our tagline. We are here to help the creatives get through the messy middle or exactly. embrace the messy middle. <laughs> yeah, we want to show up as messy as we are and showing you that it's a process. And Yes. We, and we I'm ex- and we're getting really expert at showing up as a mess. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> and you don't have to be perfect or whatever to to really be in this world and 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 say something. <laughs> yeah. And and speaking of uh, uh, imperfection, um, I will be having background noise today because I am recording from a shared office. So welcome. It's welcome. Okay. <laughs> welcome to home office post COVID. <laughs> Yeah, that's our messy podcast. So I think it fits. <laughs> it, feels, it feels authentic. Yeah, and I apologize in advance. But we have so much to talk about. Yeah. So let's go. <laughs> yeah, I think last week we talked about um, our stories we tell ourselves and how to stop it and the feeling that's underneath. And also the shadow, the dark feelings and how to really see that and how stories run us. And um, I, I this week I would like to talk about actually telling the truth instead of having all these stories and taking responsibility, <laughs> which, which seems like, yeah, sounds easy, but I'm sure it's not. <laughs> well, and, and what I'm so excited about when you talk about truth is I th- it really helped bring together um, a couple of things that came up for me for, through these uh, two different very long sum, um, webinar summits that mm-hmm. I watched and recorded. One was one was um, shamans all over the world telling their points of view, and and the other one was Feldenkrais, which was more about micro mm-hmm. m- micro movements, um, I think, yeah. movements, and yeah, and more into the body. And it was so fascinating to see how they both connected. And I'm still trying to put it all together. Um, so I was hoping before we uh, to start off our truth, I wanted to like review a couple really basic um, definitions mm-hmm. that completely blew my mind mm-hmm. uh, that they talked about and, and, and think about this like from an artist's or creative perspective uh, and from like the whole like double meaning perspective because even though this is referring to the body it really opened up it really changed mm-hmm. my world and made it so much more dynamic so, so there was th- uh, one two three four by, I think that mm-hmm. different definitions and one was so one the first is posture mm-hmm. and true posture isn't about trying to be like a post and mm-hmm. stiff and I'm moving there the Feldenkrais idea of what good posture is is the capability to move in any direction at any given moment mm-hmm. like this fluidity like it's more mm-hmm. like fluidity for the body and I was like that blew my mind I'm still processing that <laughs> And then uh, balance. Do you want me to go through each or should we stop and talk? No, just uh, go. I, I, I think I can t- say something about embodiment because I have this experience. Maybe it, it really relates to it. So just read them all. And okay. okay. All. <laughs> yeah, because this is what I'm thinking is like, 
So I, I feel like I'm kind of going backwards. I started as an artist. I was always in my head, always daydreamy. Mm-hmm. I and I and I completely separated my dr- daydreams from my art. My mm-hmm. art was painting, and that was this world. And then paint, you know, then daydreaming was its own thing. And then I became a massage therapist. And then that was like the bridge. And ever mm-hmm. since then, I've always been fascinated with the body and how it mm-hmm. uh, connects. That it's it's all connected. Mm-hmm. So this has just been blowing my mind. It's this Feldenkrais thing has just um, mm-hmm. really uh, expanded on that. So then, so the next was balance. What is balance? And they really emphasized. They didn't have a really great word for word definition, but it was like we need to see it not as a static thing, but it's a continuous verb. Mm-hmm. You are it's con- you're continuously. It's basically continuously course correcting. You're mm-hmm. always making these micro adjustments mm-hmm. you're never just balanced mm-hmm. and so that was actually really comforting because everyone's mm-hmm. talking about the balanced lifestyle yeah, and like you're done once you have the system you're done there's no more balance you're, you're, <laughs> you're finished yeah it's complete <laughs> so that was that was mind-blowing and then um then groundedness Oh my goodness, groundedness. And this came from both mm-hmm. the the combat, the shamans and the um Fred and Christ Feldenkrais people um practitioners talked about this. It's a safe is is how you feel safe. And the way you feel safe is knowing where you are mm-hmm. in position to everything. Mm-hmm. And with Feldenkrais say it, I would say, where are your bones? <laughs> and he oh, was so yeah. he was so into like and 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 how are your bones stacked and where are they in reality and when people are he he was addressing people who are like risk to falling mm-hmm. and like the best way to become less less of a risk to falling is to know where your bones are and like oh my goodness the double meanings for that and ground and and then another part of groundedness is like the it's a force mm-hmm. not against you but to push you towards growth Mm -hmm. and the pushing up and then the and then also health what is good health and there was a few of of what it meant to be healthy and a lot of there was like the capability to recover how fast we are capable how fast we can recover from shock Mm -hmm. from a shock or the capability to pursue and accomplish your goals and dreams or yeah that was it yeah oh I like yeah and I I think um yeah this episode we wanted to talk about telling the truth and I think it is in this real world and it's in the body and our (laughs) stories and the fantasies in our heads what what happens in the body that's really I I think I also think the feelings are there you can feel it you I don't in your stomach Yeah. yeah I think the body is really the reality and that's the truth what happens and not what's in our heads and i had this experience i, I made, made this exercise this embodiment exercise where it's all about you you, you just uh, actually you just examine your own movements and you make this one movement where it's all about think about something that really empowers you're being i'm creative and then you see and you watch yourself how you move how you take up space and then uh, you watch yourself how you move when you think about this story where you're stuck, where you can't, where you feel powerless. And that was amazing to see that. <laughs> how 
less space. I, I, I try to take up as little space as possible. I don't even, I'm not even aware of my surroundings. So being, I think being crowded also means to be aware of where I'm at and where my bones are. And when I think, when I'm in this story that doesn't work, when I'm, yeah, all these stories that run me, there is no crowdedness, nothing like this. I don't, I don't know where I'm, I am. I'm simply in my head. I'm taking it. I don't know. That was so weird. And then you make this, the opposite movement of that. So a new movement. And that was very weird when I made this new movement. It was about taking up space. I was, I was, I don't know. I was aware of my surroundings. I was looking around and not with only within. And I was really trying to be as tall as possible. And yeah, and it was receptive. I was receptive. I could really see that. The other movement was totally withdrawn and, and small and unable to move, actually. That was so weird. And I thought, oh, my God, when you show up like this, and that's the truth, when you see yourself, okay, that's the story that runs me. And I show up like this in a micro movement. Yeah, um, you're well, uh, taking up space. And the movements you were using when you illustrated that was like, I, I thought of like engaged, you know, like yeah. you were ready to engage with your surroundings. Exactly. Whereas, whereas this whole like that victim or the exactly retracting is like trying to not be part of it, not, not be noticed, not to be included. And that's, that's not it. helpful. And, I, <laughs> and when I watched myself, there was no interaction. I was, I was really not even, I, my eyes were closed. I was within, it was, I was fighting myself. <laughs> there was no interaction with the word. There was no receptiveness. There was no engagement, nothing. And how on earth can I, I mean, this story is within me. I don't show up in everyday life like this, but I'm sure it's in my micro movements. It's somewhere visible. And how can I show up, <laughs> be successful like this when I show up as a victim, as someone who's really hiding? covering in the corner <laughs> mm -hmm. i remember a long um a photographer she was an entrepreneur for for and she, her specialty was was photographing uh, photographing women entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and the thing she had to like train out of them and she was like look you want to look powerful and assert assertive and uh, like you're the expert in your field you got to quit doing this head tilt <laughs> You know, and when she mentioned the head tilt, and like I know, like I can't unsee it now. Like all my pictures are always my head tilt, and like I have a kinder, my first kindergarten picture, I have the exact same head tilt, and I was oh. like, you know, we were, we were taught this, uh, and she, and she had a, she had such a, I mean, I can't, remember, I I think it was her talking talking about it and complaining about it is this whole the straight, you know, level head has this, has this authority to it. And, and women are taught that that's not the appropriate way to show up in this world. And you tilt your head to the side and you keep that young, curious, you mm -hmm. know, that's the child curiosity, innocence thing, which is nice too, but we should be able to go back and forth between the two. You, you know? should choose. To yeah. be like that, but Instead not forced to be or run by this story that you should be like this. Yeah. I think that's actually, yeah, seeing yourself like this, just watching um, the video or just looking at pictures of where you're doing this. I think that's where you see the truth. 
it's not just in your head you have this oh i'm trying everything and then you see yourself oh no i, <laughs> I don't i don't and that's the truth and i think it's also very important to take responsibility for that because it's not someone else out there who does that it's me i do that it's it's my responsibility and taking on the responsibility for my movement for how i show up in the world also it's my freedom it's my way so that gives me power. I think having responsibility also means you have power. Mm. Oh, and, yeah. And that's very important. And far too often we think, oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the economy. It's, I don't know, it's a society. It's all this. And we all blame it on something else. Yeah, it might be. They, they, they also come into play. We don't have power over everything. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. Far too often we focus on things we cannot change. Like yeah. the economy, we cannot change society. We cannot change the standings of women just here <laughs> right now. But we can, and far too often we just lose focus of what we actually can do, and what we can take responsibility of. So, yeah, I think I had two, my two biggest biggest realizations. It was when I got on the, the two things I finally became honest with, and I think I talked about this a couple episodes back was. Um, I finally admitted that I didn't believe in myself. Like mm -hmm. I, I was so ashamed just to believe that or just to, just to admit that. And because of the should, I should, mm -hmm. I should be confident. I should, I should yeah. fake it till I make it. I should, you no, know, I shouldn't don't. admit this. And don't. Just when I let that go, it was so much energy and, yeah. and to just show up to people and be like, you know what? I have no faith in, in talking about prices. I hate talking about money and like the changes that have. <laughs> and like just just being upfront about that oh my goodness it's changed everything and like I think it'll be and I know that my my opinions and stuff will change and I don't know if I can remember the second one the second one was um I think the guilt mm -hmm. of finding joy in my life mm -hmm. I think and that was I had set and and to realize I don't know well, that, it was letting letting go of that guilt was big too, um, but also the I think the fear of of showing up mm -hmm. as well. Once I finally was just like, you know what? Because I, I wanted to tell a, a, a deep personal story, and it was just making me avoid um, all social media. And when I finally was just like, you know what? I'm too scared. And then I was like, what do you want to do? And, you know, I, I admitted that and asked myself what I wanted to do instead. I did step away from social media, but I'm doing so many things now mm -hmm. instead of trying to pretend I'm not scared. <laughs> and I think that that's exactly it. That's telling the truth. I think yeah. telling the truth is I am scared. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't believe in myself. Yeah, I don't. My, I mean, I can, maybe it's my choice, but and right now I, I don't believe in myself and I take responsibility of that feeling. Maybe I cannot change it right now. Maybe I can drop it, maybe not, but I think it's very important to take responsibility yeah, for yeah. that. Well, yeah. And once you, once you have that admitted, now you know what, now you know what to address. Yeah, exactly. And how to address. And it's fine. I mean, you just, you can just look deeper. Where does it come from? And why do I cling to it? What's behind that? Maybe there's something I, I can, I still, I'm still not ready to face. No, but it's 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 not wrong. It's not bad. It's fine. It's simply fine. It's just you don't have to fix it. It's it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I think it's all about just seeing what is, and that's it. And you, if if you don't want to show up in the world as an artist, that's also fine. 
I mean, just be aware of it and own this and take responsibility for it. I think that's how, that's the only way, yeah, we can be in this world. Otherwise, yeah. it's just, yeah, we're just victims. And I think taking responsibility is the opposite of being a victim. And I no longer want to be a victim. Yeah. And, and in a slightly uh, different sense, too, uh, one of the things in the seminars I was watching, you know, somebody said, you know, we, the best way, the best way towards change is to focus on what's working mm -hmm. and focus on the good and focus on, you know, like this is, you know, when you want to motivate somebody to change their behavior, you know, focus on what they're already doing right and try to bring that to the, yeah, to the I limitations. Think, and I, 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 think I mean, not, that's also a judgment. What's right? What's wrong? I think that's, I think we always have to be very careful with that. I think you have to see what, what works when, in relation to your choice. When you want to be successful, then look at it. What what works? What puts me into that direction? Not thinking about what's good or bad, because that's just another judgment from someone. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I didn't get to talk about this without did being. Did I say what's I good or? Well, I I said what's working, right? And it's also okay to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but I think as a teacher, you shouldn't say that. As a teacher in these summits, they shouldn't say that. <laughs> Oh, when I want to be teachers. <laughs> well, they said highlight on. On I also, I'm I, I'm also judging, but maybe it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you see how difficult this is when you're still caught in this dualistic stuff. <laughs> then you yeah, I don't know if I can find the exact quote now. Honestly, um, it doesn't matter. It's 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 fine. Because it's just judging. Oh, it's a bad quote. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, we're still in there. We're still stuck in in that story. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess what I guess um, I guess the quote helped me. Was, was I I applied it to the ones where people are talking about emotions and following. You know, like follow follow the fun, follow the excitement. What what's mm -hmm. like what scares you in an exciting way, like in a growth way. And to follow those emotions, and I, I, I interpreted that quote like that, like focus on the, on that, on what are you doing well, or what are you, what are you feeling most empowered about? You know, when, when do you, you feel empowered? On the results. Focus on the results. When you want to be an artist and you feel empowered as an artist, go there. <laughs> yeah. Go there where you feel where you feel empowered, where you feel like an artist. I think yeah. the result. That's just focus on the results. And Which is very interesting because that makes me ask that towards you because you know you've you've been doing lots of shows and like oh. not feeling empowered and the dread the drudgery of being around. That's exactly because like, I was done by these stories and then you feel so very busy doing all this stuff and you can tell people oh I did everything and it didn't work out. You see, I'm a bad artist. I'm a failure. <laughs> and I have the and I'm on the same judgment where it's like. I'm so proud of myself when I put out a TikTok telling some vulnerable story and like, and I, I'm a mixed, I have a mixed sense. Cause I like feel so silly. I'm like, I can't believe this is what's making me feel proud of myself. It's putting out this information or this pep talk or, you know, like I'm like, I sit and I speak from my heart for 30 seconds or a minute or something. And like, and then I post it. And when I do that, I feel so accomplished. 
for about 40 seconds. And then I'm like, I just, it was just a stupid TikTok. What am I, why am I getting so excited for this? <laughs> Maybe that's also something telling the truth. Look, what, who, 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 who's that voice? What is it telling you? What's, what, what's behind them? What feeling is behind them? What makes you think that? Is that, I don't know, maybe that would be something that you could examine a bit more, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the easy one is that it's like, it's the whole, uh, to me, it's an, it's the voices saying that, you know, the the keyboard warriors, you know, they talk about that, you're the all talk on the internet and, and all, you know, all fire and no, no action behind it kind of thing. That's what gets, that's what gets me questioning myself. Yeah, maybe when we consider this book I'm reading, then you would simply drop into your body and see what kind of feeling arises. What What's the feeling behind that? Is it shame? Is it fear of rejection? Is it, I don't know. So that would be something you could be honest about <laughs> to yourself. So maybe that. Um, and the, for... Which part for posting or for thinking no, TikTok silly? <laughs> what's feeling silly? I don't know. Just, just. I think it's all about being aware of what's going on. What, what do you tell yourself? What, what's the feeling behind it? Be, be, uh, not think about what you should think, how you should feel, but how do you actually feel? Mm -hmm. And what's there? So, I think that's the truth and the honesty we're talking about here. To be honest to yourself. When you're in a situation, you feel uncomfortable and then you lie to yourself. Oh, it's not that bad. But maybe it is. Maybe we should simply acknowledge that. Yeah, it's bad. I feel bad. I shouldn't. Yeah, whatever. People tell me I shouldn't, but I do. So I think, what now? Yeah, I think for, I mean, I think the thing for TikTok is like it's a, most of society, most people, especially in the real world, you know, not, on, not my friends on TikTok are not on TikTok. And only know of TikTok from the hype, mm -hmm. which is that, you know, it's dance videos for teenagers. <laughs> yeah. It you know, it's just, a, it's just a silly place for people to get their likes and shake their butt, you know, kind of thing. And, and so the second I say, t if I were to say TikTok to any, you know, normal person, <laughs> I can already, I already have the expectation of their reaction in my head about oh that stupid place <laughs> maybe that's also i don't know maybe that would be a very good place to examine this maybe that's also a story and what does it mean so no judgment there just see what mm. what's what, what's going on and why do you care so much what they think maybe that could be really something to journal about you so. know what's really interesting i just made i just had a thought <laughs> one of the things i was i've been i've been i an exercise somebody was talking about for reflecting when we talk about reflecting on emotions and feeling the emotions, their thing was like when you when you find a time where you're activated, and so they they mm -hmm. they changed the word from trigger to activated, where you're mm -hmm. these bursts of emotions mm -hmm. come up and this burst of whatever shame mm -hmm. and everything, and you you feel it. And part of the examination is be like, all right, what other points in your life do you feel? Mm -hmm. Can you remember that same feeling? Yeah, examine it. Feel, really feel it and see what arises. Yeah, and, and what's super interesting to me is as I thought about it, I was like, you know where the last, where I remember this very well is back in high school when I decided mm -hmm. not to go to college. Mm. And like 
back in the day, you know, this is the only way to live. This is the only way mm -hmm. you can go. This is, you have to go to college if you want to mm -hmm. be successful. You have mm -hmm. to, have to, have to. And I completely was just like, no, no. <laughs> and I went and I did my travels. And like, I still felt that deep shame for making mm -hmm. the wrong, the wrong societal mm -hmm. cho choice. Mm -hmm. But I still knew that the travels were better for me. And I'm, and I still wouldn't trade them for the world. I did have my, you know, I can think back where I literally had my one phone call choice mm -hmm. to accept a scholarship, but it wasn't a full paid scholarship. And I could have accepted a scholarship and had most of my college paid for, mm -hmm. or I could travel. And I chose, and I and like, there's been a few times in my life where I've go back to that moment and really like kind of in my doubts, my, I was like, did mm -hmm. I? Did I really, like, what would my life have been different if I would have stayed in Minnesota, gone to the local college, <laughs> done my art studies, made some connections? But maybe that's also just a fantasy. You yeah, it's know. just, yeah, yeah. And you it's not like it was. But I really like that because I think especially these small incidents, like posting on TikTok, these are very, for me, these are very valuable to look within because, oh, the big trauma is much, too much, you know, <laughs> too, too, too trigger. But when you look at these small incidents, there's so much to uncover and to see and what kind of feelings arise. And that's, it's very uncomfortable, but it's very enlightening. <laughs> that's, and maybe yeah. that, what we talk about when we say, take responsibility for, for also for feeling ashamed. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you don't have to fix it. Maybe look where does this come from? And maybe it's, it, I don't know, what's the story behind that? Yeah. Oh, man, I had a really great breakthrough. It's a little more personal, but I really was like, I, I took responsibility for some very long standing shame. And I was like, yeah, I've actually been a bad person about this. And, uh, and yep, that's, uh, that sucks. <laughs> And I think that's the only thing we can do instead of lying to ourselves and hiding it. And I think that also takes a lot of energy to hide and to lie. And instead of just showing up, I mean, that's what it is to be human, isn't it? And yeah. I think that's why we're here in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes, we're on our way. Well, we're definitely doing the human thing, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still struggling so you can see that. Oh, is it realistic? Is it good or bad? Oh, no, don't say <laughs> We're still in, you know, we're still in the middle of it. Of, I don't know. I can't talk today. Oh, no. Let's talk about Well, okay. So, so to, let's see if we, if we got done what we wanted to say. So we wanted to talk okay. about truth today. You talked about embodiment and taking how does that, and taking responsibility. And so for an artist, from an artist's perspective or a creative's perspective, um did we get how that applies mm -hmm. I, I i think we have to be honest to ourselves do i really want to be an artist because this is it comes down to choice that's i think that was kind of an epiphany I had yesterday maybe we should talk about choice in the next episode but is it just a fantasy is it a dream or is it really a choice to be an artist and what does mm. that mean um yeah that was Telling the truth, you have to know the truth, and you have to stop telling yourself those stories. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not good enough. You cannot earn money as an artist. You know all these myths. <laughs> Maybe is it true? I don't know. I mean, some do. Yeah, I think I think part of what true. I think the thing about truth that's important 
to question instead of question is it true is it not true is like what matter what what matters what's true or not to me like when when you asked me if I'm an artist like I knew I was an artist since I was four it's a it's a way of being it's a thing I create does it matter how much I create or how often create no that doesn't matter to me like does it matter if I make money yeah I'd prefer to make money and I'd feel more validated if I was making money as an artist but whether I can or can't or will or won't ever that it doesn't really matter and I I kind of feel guilty about that sometimes because I think that makes me a kind of a poor entrepreneur <laughs> to not be focused on the money <laughs> on making yeah, but, the money but when my first priority is to make sure I can have the space to create yeah. and to create and to yeah uh, that's uncover the uncover the creativity like I'm like a I'm working on a painting right now I'm so flipping excited for yeah I think I talked a couple weeks ago about Venus yeah she's still oh she's still such a she's still so hazy it's still not clear I think I haven't had but like my when we're talking about where uh, focusing on the good, you know, or focusing not, but you didn't call it good. Yeah, focusing on what's working or where you yeah, feel your power. Like, oh my goodness, when I get to just sit and think and try to visualize something that's not in existence, that is just my happy, happy place. Just the. It's it's not that it's it's not that it's feeling sneaky right now. It just feels like well, since I'm gonna since since this painting is gonna be like flowers and fruits, mm-hmm. it's 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 just as it's like as cliched as it is like it's peeling. I'm like slowly peeling, like opening up a flower. Like, or watching something grow. I'm just so excited just for every moment because there's the little bud and then you see some color and then you see a real petal, you know, it comes and it's like, and like every single moment you're just like, oh, this is so exciting. And that's like, that's when I know I'm like, this is where I need to be. And if somebody comes in and it's like, oh, what's the, uh, you know, what's the uh, ROI going to be on this? I'm like... You know, don't bother me with those details right now. I don't know. Really. <laughs> oh, I like I don't, that. Let's not talk about that, you know, for a truth. I don't know. But yeah, I think this has a lot to do with, well, being an artist has a lot to do with making choices. That's why. That's, I'm, actually, we should be very good at making choices, shouldn't we? <laughs> Maybe we, yeah. That's... You know, I think we're good at. I think we're good at making choices and then changing our mind. <laughs> yeah, let, you know what? Let's talk next episode. Let's talk about choice, the difference between choices and goals, and what that actually means to make a choice. Ooh. Uh, and that's something I ha- I thought a lot about, and that really changed something for me. <laughs> oh, oh! I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, then, shall we? take a break from here do we feel like we came to any conclusions like i think you know one thing we haven't asked people in a while like i really want to know like uh, has anyone have you come across any new truths yeah that's my question oh what's a truth you should really tell yourself now what kind of lie are you telling yourself about being an artist and what yeah 
you don't have to say. <laughs> you don't mm -hmm. have to say but maybe, um, I don't know. I think this is some, you know, when you have a trilogy, this is the middle part. <laughs> There's no conclusion. It's not exciting. It's just the middle part. It's so. just the middle. That's true. But I feel like truth is so, it should be able to stand on its own. Yeah. What's your truth as an artist? So what? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have lots to think about. Now I'm just thinking about my next journaling session. <laughs> and are you ready to take responsibility for your art and for yourself as an artist and for your art career, maybe? Yeah. I think the thing I want to say is like, you know, I think what's so important, and I kind of forget sometimes, is like, it's who you are. It's not who people tell you are, tell you you are. Exactly. So yeah. I know we I know we focus on the social media likes mm -hmm. and and shares and popularity and sales, mm -hmm. and that's that's all marketing. Like, yeah, it's just an image. We don't. That's not what we're talking about. I think it doesn't matter. I mean, it might be interesting for social media marketing, but for real life, it really is nothing. <laughs> you you can't you cannot do anything with it. <laughs> That's... Don't listen. Don't listen to the teachers. Don't listen to the par your parents. Don't listen to people who don't do art, especially. Don't listen to that. They are just telling stories. That's what we do. I mean, this is not some. It's not evil or something. It's just what we do in this society. How we live. I mean, and, and it's difficult to stop this. <laughs> That's, it's simply difficult, and it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we've all bought into a one formula yeah and what is and what works and maybe we should simply be present to life and that's but that's we avoid that <laughs> you know, we avoid we just we browse and on the internet we watch netflix i don't know what we do all the time we do i don't know we create trauma mm -hmm. just not to be in well, and this is where I feel like that whole like posture and balance comes in. Mm -hmm. It's like Absolutely. we had this one straight and narrow way of we were told to be, mm -hmm. you know, and like just the idea that you can't be pinned down into mm -hmm. a definition or way or what you're doing, how how you live your life. Yeah. Compared to somebody else doesn't make you or break you as a, you know, make you confirm or deny that you're an artist. So, and I, I mean, you know what? It, it is a choice. It is a choice. And I think choice is really what it comes down to. So, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that next week. Because <laughs> I think it's a very, um, yeah, it's a very important topic. Yeah. Awesome. Well, then I'll see you next week. Yeah, and thank you for listening to the minute. <laughs> I hope we've given you something to think about or rethink about. I really want you to rethink yeah, how you've been, yeah. what you've been told, what your assumptions have been. Exactly. Okay, then see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>